Hey everybody, this is Senior Pastor Joshua B. Carson saying thank you for tuning into the CT Podcast. We hope that your time here, whether you're driving down the road or whether you're sitting at home with a journal and listening in, we hope that it's effective. Maybe it'll be inspirational, encouraging, maybe it'll be thought-provoking. Regardless of what session you're listening to, we truly pray that this is a benefit to you and to your family. God bless and enjoy the podcast. okay response if I wasn't in a Pentecostal church. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and the dance. Praise Him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and smile so big they see every tooth you brought to church. And tell them these words. You can't praise him for me. And I can't praise him for you. Turn to somebody else and tell them. You can't praise him for me. And I can't praise him for you. But how many believe that if we hold our peace, even the rocks will cry out. When I was just a boy, I remember the preacher getting up and saying, no rock gonna take my place. Uh, I wanna preach to you tonight what I feel the Lord dropped in my spirit for this particular service. I don't know how long I'm going to preach. I'm just going to try to do what the Lord has told me and get out of the way. But the Lord gave me this message for this night for whoever would be here when I asked him what he was looking for for this service. I felt the Lord impress upon me these words. I'm searching for a hallelujah. I'm searching of a hallelujah. So uh, I felt him say that. I'm searching. I'm searching. And we know that the Bible says that the eyes of the Lord. We know that the Lord, he will even if he has to walk out into the middle of the storm. The beautiful thing about that to me is if they were in the middle of the storm and the storm was boisterous as we know it was, the answer was walking their way before they could ever see it. And I'm telling you tonight, the devil is looking for us to be silent. But the Lord is searching for a hallelujah in this house. And I want this to be a house of hallelujahs. I want this to be a house 
of hallelujahs here tonight. Lord, we love you. We thank you for what we feel in this place. I pray you'd help me to preach with wisdom and clarity under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. If anything good is going to be done here tonight, it's going to be because of you and because of the response of your people. Everybody in this place is different, but to the best of their ability and within the personality that you've given them, I pray every person in this building would be a part of what you're desiring to accomplish here tonight. I ask it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and let everybody say amen. God bless you, and you may be seated. You're a blessed people. We are a blessed people because we are the children of God and because we have a voice. I am a firm believer in the validation of voice. I am a firm believer in our young men and our young women and the God-given ability to lift up their voice and to speak for what is right and what is righteous. I am a firm believer that when men and women of God begin to exalt the name of Jesus Christ, that it is in fact something that is beyond the elements of this natural world, but it reaches into the supernatural, that it reaches beyond just what we can see, and it stirs that which we cannot see. I believe that there is a war taking place even in the atmosphere as we speak. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Come on, where's my people in the, in the building that you know we are in a war, whether the world wants us to know about it or admit it or not. And not all of our wars are being fought on the political spectrum as far as naturally. They're not being fought in Congress or in the Senate or in the House of Representatives. No, they're not being pinned to paper, but our great war has already been pinned to paper, and it is a war that is very much spiritual. That's why there is something powerful. I, I don't want you to miss this. There's something powerful when God's people read God's Word. When God's people full of God's Spirit read God's Word, I have a tendency to believe that it makes hell extremely nervous. When God's people begin to out loud, in fact, before we end this year, we're going to have a night where we strategically come into this house and we've got it broken down to where we're going to do this and we're going to have scriptures scattered around this place and in one service, we're going to read the entire Bible out loud. In one service, don't worry, it won't take us more than an hour. We're going to get it done. But if we're going to be anything powerful, it's going to be because we're a church that is founded on the Word on the word of God heaven and earth might pass away but his word is already settled and forever settled it's not going to pass away and, and, and so when a man or a woman lifts up their voice in communication I, I believe that it was Adam's lack of speaking up when the serpent beguiled that sin did in fact according to the New Testament enter into the world I wish Adam would have squared his shoulders and would have talked to that serpent and would have talked to 
that wife that was given him and kept sin, but he did not. And, and we know that throughout the Old Testament, it was the voice of kings and prophets that gave declaration and set, set the tone, as it were. It would be the voice of a great prophet that would lift up his voice and then with the powerful pen he would place to paper that there would be a sovereign God who was coming to earth and we know that he would be the wonderful counselor the mighty God and we know that it would be that same prophet who would pin and would articulate that in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Now listen to me tonight on this Sunday night. It was one thing for Isaiah to see it. It was one thing for Isaiah to read it. But I want to tell you the power of the modern day believer is when you take that text and you put it to your tongue. And you allow those words to be spoken out loud. There's something that gets into the atmosphere. This is more than an antiquated book of scripture. This word is life and it is liberty. And when I begin to declare these words out out loud. I want the enemy to be served notice. I believe every book and every word of every line and every chapter. There's an old song that says every promise in the book is mine. And I'm on record tonight in 2023 saying I still believe it. Every promise in this book is mine. Yeah, but you don't understand what they're dealing with. Nah, but I understand the one who can deal with what they're and so it is in the voice and we were created. In fact, there seems to be eloquency of the Psalms themselves to speak to the instruments of the voice, the instruments that are housed within this house. It's there. It's in your body. It's right there at the top of that neck, at the end of that throat. It's got that long muscle called a tongue that is there inside of you. It helps you to shape those words and the breath that is pushed out. It's something of about the Spirit of God. We know that when the Spirit of God, when He breathed on them, it was the pneuma, the Spirit of God poured into people. And I will tell you that people full of the Spirit of God, when they begin to take that breath physically from within them in a spirit full of His Holy Ghost and begin to allow that Word to be formed. And you say things like, Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, is one Lord. When you have the supreme audacity to turn to the New Testament and say things like, I can do all things. When you have the unmitigated gall to step up and say, before you put me in the tomb, my God is a healer. You know what you did? You took what was on the inside of you and you threw a lasso around that word and you said it doesn't just work in the church, it works in the hospital. And then you walk in here on a Sunday night, many months removed, and what does everybody do? Because this word is real and this word is true.
and this word is alive and when you open up your mouth and you get in unison with this word it's powerful it's powerful I moved to the state of Ohio in 2000 no booing please if we were in Michigan there would be I moved to the state of Ohio. I was only 19 years old. I was my eldest son's age. Moved there to be a youth pastor. I don't know what they were thinking. (laughs) They had to hear from God. I was introduced to something. Brother Massengale, I didn't know anything about this. I'd never heard it before. But I was introduced. To this random, spontaneous interaction between people. They would, out of nowhere, say to one another, whether it was just a couple, a group of ten, or a group of hundreds. Somebody would say, O-H. They're everywhere. That was the response. In case you missed it, a couple people are confused by what happened. That wasn't a man, they said. So let's do it one more time, those of you that understand it. See if you can give me this called response. O-H. I-O. Not E-I-E-I. It is a verbalizing of unison. Regardless of relationship, it is the completion of a word started somewhere else. It is simply the state of Ohio, but it revolves around the sports team called the Buckeyes. I don't want any letters from my Buckeye friend. Well, New Testament letters in the form of text messages. But I was introduced to this and randomly out of nowhere. And at some point you just become a part of it and you'll see someone. Not long ago, I was in the airport. Busy city, busy airport. Someone was coming by. I've never seen this person before. But they were in an Ohio State shirt. And I don't even know where it came from except that I'm a little bit passionate as a person they're on the other side of the corridor they're going up you you know those um those things in the in the airport that you can not the not the escalators that go up but just the the moving sidewalk is that what it you ever see somebody walking next to one of those and not on it what kind of an american are you that was on one of those moving Sidewalks work smarter. I can hear some people, you need to be healthy, need to get your steps in. I walked, kind of. And I was on that moving sidewalk on this side, and he was on the other side of the, 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 the corridor on that side going this way. But I looked over and I saw it, and without even thinking, I said, Oh, age. (laughs) 
People not from Ohio get very annoyed with this. <laughs> Michigan fans can't stand. I feel your spirit. Come on, we're Hoosiers now. We're Hoosiers. And not knowing me, not knowing who I am. And I've got to tell you, in cities all over the country, I've had experiences like this where I would hear or I would be the one. People have said it to me and I finished it. Not long ago, I was in, I can't remember, I was either, I think I was in New York when it happened and somebody randomly, I don't know if I had on a hat or if I had on a shirt, I don't know what it was. They just said, oh, and without thinking, I just said, oh, I'm not going to leave them hanging. You ever try to give somebody a five and they don't? <laughs> O-H-I-O. And at the end of the day, it's really not that important. In fact, I'm sorry for the friends in the room that don't like it, but this March Madness that everybody's talking about right now, they didn't even make the tournament. That's where the text will come from. <laughs> but it's just, a, it's just a sense of connection and unity. And it's a simple illustration, but might I remind you here tonight, what binds us is a lot bigger than We've got this word. We've got this. We've got this word. It's this Hebrew word that it rolls off of our tongue. And, and we say it when we're praying. And we say it when we're praising. And, and we say it when we're shouting. And, and you know the word. And I know the word. And, and that word is this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I grew up in a church where I had a wonderful woman there that would sit on the left side. It was my Uncle Bill's wife, my Aunt Elmita, and we would be in the middle of one of those old church services and out of nowhere, I'm telling you, I don't know what it was, but the Spirit of God would hit her and when she began her worship, she would always start with a hallelujah. It was one of those old hallelujahs that had a lot more syllables. <laughs> it was a lot longer than it really took to say the word. But when it came, when the Spirit of God got to moving on her, she was not worried about who was watching her. She was not worried about who was listening to her. It was something on the inside. You know, Jeremiah said it was like a fire that was shut up in, inside of his bones and, and there was something and all of a sudden she would say it and what happened then is what happened when I said it a moment ago I don't even know if you realized but when I said hallelujah there were people all over the room that I could hear from here this hallelujah hallelujah something just came out you say well we're just programmed no 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 it's bigger than that you've been baptized into it You've been washed into it. You've, can I use a word that some people don't like? You've been converted into it. Oh, don't use the word conversion. Absolutely, I have been converted from a life of sin to a life of righteousness. 
I felt the Lord in prayer begin to work on my heart when I said, what are you looking for? He said, I'm searching for a hallelujah. I said hallelujah my whole life. And I, I thought I understood what it meant. And I think I did. But it got deeper and deeper as I studied and as I went. And I began to look at it. They, they got a little a slide that's going to help us here. Going to break down the two words that are really there. The halal and the jah that are there in uh, the word. Okay, This is the Hebrew that is being played out to shine. To flash. To praise. To boast. To be boastful. We know that in the definition of Hallel here, it is to praise. But to praise who is the question? And the Jah, it is that shortened of Jehovah. The very I am that you mentioned only a few moments ago. When Moses said, who should I say has sent me? I am that I am. And in a church of this size, most of us would know that Jehovah is paired with a multitude of additional words and references. Some in this room have found that he is Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Some in this room have been in a place where you didn't have the money to take care of. Sister Amber, I wouldn't embarrass you. You have that paper? You have it? You pull that paper out. Some of you remember I got up and I said, I want to see some documented proof when God comes through, when God does the miracles. Let, 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 let's see this right here. Now for some of y'all, it wasn't your bill that you didn't know how to pay. That smile on her face is because she walked up to me at the end of service today and said, you told us when the proof came to go ahead and bring it to you. This isn't something I'm believing for. This is the paperwork that Sister Amber in front of everybody, he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. I know people say it doesn't work that way, but I got news for you. It does still work that way. I got paper that tells me he is a provider. Come on, where the witness is at? That you had a time it was a rough season, but he showed up. And somebody else in this building, you need to feel witness and strength right now that if he showed up for her financial need, he can walk into the middle of yours right now. Jehovah Jireh is still a provider. Come on, we used to talk about this a lot when I was a kid, that he owned the cattle of a thousand. Come on, he still got it all under his control. He's still able to speak into your situation. When Peter gets out of that boat and walks to him on the water, it's an incredible, mo it's an incredible moment because Simon Peter walks on the water. The incredible thing is he walks on the water in the storm. The only problem is Simon Peter's the only one having a great experience. While he's walking on the water, everybody else is still in the middle of a storm. And thank God, Thank God, Simon Peter, that you're getting a breakthrough. But we do need to get him on the boat so that everybody can get their storm in. 
Sister Amber, I thank God for what he did for you, but I'm praying that little moment right there lets God know if you do it, we'll give you praise for it. We'll lift a hallelujah for it. And so let it spread across this body. If they've got financial difficulty, I pray that there would be. some people that need miracles right now. He is Jehovah Rapha. He's a healer. Be seated for a moment. Just in the last three months, just the last three months, not your whole life, just in the last three months, if God has healed your body, I want you to stand. In the last three months, if God's healed your body, What do you want to do, Pastor? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want the heavens to know that we notice. Jehovah Rapha is still a healer. By the grace that he's still touching hearts. Brother Healy, he's still taking what could be devastating and turning it into a testament. I don't know what it was before you walked into the doctor, but I do know what it was when you walked. I don't know what you're dealing with, but I do know the God that can deal with it. How many believe that that job, that Jehovah, is Jehovah Nisi, our banner? (laughs) I got a few pictures I want to show you. Just... I'm not showing you the last year. I'm just showing you this morning. Hell hates that to which I respond. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise unto Jehovah. Praise be to God. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. You know what I believe out of that right there? That can be your neighbor. That can be your friend that you sit in a cubicle next to. Boy, I feel that right there, right now. That can... There's got to be some planning. There's got to be some watering. But He will give the increase. Who? The God that we worship. The God that we praise. So, what is it about hallelujah? What is it? Maybe see what 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 is it? What is it? What is it? I'll tell you what it is. It's cross generational. Let's uh, let's let's do an experiment. Oaks, come here, dude. Run up here. Run up here. You're not taller than me yet. Okay, come up here. 
Colton, come here, run up here. Stand right here. Come here, Colton. Brother Mathis, I don't want these steps. Are these steps, can you do these? Too hard? We're going to take our time. you to help me give hell a bad night. Hallelujah. 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 I'm just trying to give you a simple illustration from generation to generation to generation where one generation lets off, the next generation picks up. And every now and then it is the elder who says, no, let's start over. Hallelujah. And the younger generation, you... Wait a minute, isn't this reserved only for the elder? Maybe it's reserved just for the, just for the children. Maybe just for the, the teenagers. Maybe just for the... Come here, Sister Megan. Don't kill me for this. Come here. Come here, Sister Olive. Come here. Come on up here. I need it. Come here, Sister McFarlane. I was looking for you. were supposed to be right here. I was looking for you. Found you. I do. I do really want you to. But I think the Lord wants you to more than I do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody tries to say, and they start. And, 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 and it seems like nobody is responding. At some point, somebody's going to pick that up. Hallelujah. What your generation did, my generation. And what our generation is doing, our children. Because this is a church that believes when we shout hallelujah, it's every generation lifting every voice unto one God. That's a word. 
You start it. You start it. Hallelujah. what he told me. He's searching for it and so I want him to know we've got a hallelujah to give. We've got praise not just on our lips but we've got it welling up from inside of our hearts. Here's what I'm asking from the from the, up here in the music area on the platform and from side to side I'm asking every hand to be lifted and every voice to be lifted and that no person would have to search and that God would not have to look beyond your pew. You don't have to be rambunctious in prayer. You can just open up your mouth and begin to say it again and again and again. Hallelujah. 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 Now let's not just say it, let's really demonstrate it. I believe he might be doing the miraculous right now. God, I'm asking you to dry up cancer right now. I'm asking you to heal infection in bodies right now. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jehovah. Praise be to Jesus. The Jehovah of the Old Testament revealed in Jesus Christ of the New Testament. Praise be to Jesus. Uh. I feel like somebody's got a hallelujah in your spirit. You can't, you just can't hardly contain it. Everybody say it's cross-generational. Stand with me, I'm stopping. You stand, I'll put the wheels down. Go to Revelation 19, stay with me. We'll be done in a second. It's cross-generational. But this is what this journey has reminded me. This is what this time in Scripture, seeking the face of God has reminded me about this. Revelation 19. In Revelation 18, John pins about the fall of Babylon and that great disruption. 
to the glory and the kingdom of God on this world. And in chapter 19, listen to this revelation of John. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people. Where? In heaven. Saying, Hallelujah. Now, now some people are confused by this. That's just the Greek spelling of hallelujah. It's the New Testament. We're out of the Old Testament. We're into the Greek. It's the same exact word. In fact, it is the word. It's not translated into English for us. It stays the same. It is universal. It is cross-generational. It transcends ethnicities and languages. And John said, I heard much people, not on earth, in heaven, saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto who? The Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments. For he hath judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication. And hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. There's going to be vengeance and it's the Lord's. Vengeance is mine, saith and again they said, Hallelujah! And her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and the twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and they worshiped God. That God that sat on the throne saying, so be it. Hallelujah. And a voice came out of that throne saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And after that voice came out of the throne, I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude and the voice of many waters and the voice of mighty thunderings. What was it saying, John? What did you hear, John? Yes, it's cross-generational. But it is the word that transcends even the earth and the heaven. It makes us feel a little closer to there. I get in the language of the heavenlies when in the middle of my circumstance I throw my head back and I lift my voice and I say hallelujah. 
I know they haven't come back to God yet, but hallelujah, any. Remember that song, hallelujah, anyhow? Wait a minute. One more time. Think I'll say it again. And we all got excited by the beat. And it was a good one. And then they broke up all those parts. God, God, God. Been good to me. Got a little statement that I feel is from heaven to somebody in this room. Why don't you say it again? Why don't you say it again? Why don't you? If that's what John saw, that's what I want to be doing. If that's tied to the downfall of Babylon, that, if that's tied to the throne, if that ties together every generation, if that ties together every family of believer, if that ties together the Old Testament, listen, it is intertestamental. It, it crosses the barriers. It's not just Old Testament. It's not just New Testament. It, when I say hallelujah, here's what I want. I want somebody that is will. I mean, it, you're going to have to be bold. You're going to have to be tenacious. You're going to have to have a hallelujah anyhow. I mean, you might have some stuff going on, but you're just going to serve hell notice on a Sunday night in March. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to mix my voice with the Old Testament psalmist, but I'm going to mix my voice with the New Testament revelation of the very throne room. And I'm going to say in front of it, hallelujah, any, how. I wish we'd get about 20 or 30 people. Just get out of your pew and begin to shout and begin to say it over and over and over and over again. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Do it until it stirs your spirit. Do it until it gets a hold of your heart. Do it until your mind is... Hallelujah in my marriage. Hallelujah in my mind. 